Hello and welcome to another episode of Nay Wrestling. We are your hosts. Your boy Mark Spester, along with me always, is Richie. The blue-eyed assassin, Richie Filmer. And we're here to show long-time fans and non-fans why wrestling is so good. So today, Rich, you're going to be part of the first one for you. Like before we've done a normal episode of Nay Wrestling, we look at a particular like era in wrestling or people or pay-per-view. But today we're doing another one of the greatest matches of all time. Oh, it's another first for me. I feel like Sasha Banks. I know. Cool. <laughs> King of the first. Uh, thank you for using Sasha Banks, boy. Uh, well, I know you're you're the biggest mark for Sasha Banks. I think I am. Um, yeah, I loved her in NXT. God, Jesus, her and Bailey and stuff. Those just, matches oh, were like, oh my god. god. Yeah, again, it's Sasha Banks, man. Uh, yeah. See, she's legit boss, right? And obviously, you got Becky and that have all come through, and they're all part of this four horsewomen. But Sasha is like people don't really realise how good she is. Oh yeah, like, she's amazing. She she's is so good. good, and she's one of those wrestlers as well, which is quite funny because I remember doing an episode with Jimmy when we used to do it mm. that I would did like my five favorite wrestlers of all time for episode 10 to say why I do and I was quite weird with Sasha Banks she, the only reason I like her so much is A besides her being a really good wrestler and stuff it's because of her personality like in her real life because she seems like from what I've seen on interviews and videos and stuff that she's done just such a nice person and it's like I like you but then like knowing she's like a really good wrestler and stuff you enjoy her even more don't you sort of thing yeah. as well yeah definitely I think when you see the wrestlers it's like I've met Cody Rhodes a couple of times and every time I've met him it's been nothing but a gent yeah and then you respect him in the ring more because you same with David Starr like, that's the reason oh. why I like David Starr so much because he's such yeah. a nice guy and like, yeah. was the time I told you when I went to see Riff Pro with my mum because you were working and he couldn't yeah. come and then he was like oh hey mate how are you like, uh, sort of thing my mum thought he knew me I was like no he's just being genuinely nice and then he's such a good heel in the ring that you boo him but you also cheer him because he's so good and he's so nice yeah it's like when you introduced me to him and we went to the Rev Pro show quite a little while ago now and uh, you know you let you hold the title and sort of you, you, was he talking about SNES games yeah because he saw my um, my wallet because I have a SNES wallet and he was like I love that we were talking about SNES games he was like yeah it was great yeah he was on about oh in the American market we had the old square things you guys had the rounded versions it was like he actually gave you the time of day yeah big shout out to uh, David Starr definitely the Jewish Thanks. canon my boy so yeah so for the great matches of all time sort of thing usually it's one of those things I started with, with Tony because I found rather than doing three matches sometimes you don't have enough time to do it and that's something that I'd like to show I think are the greatest matches of all time but for this one I let you decide it and Rich because I thought it'd be quite cool to see what you think and like do you want to explain before we talk about the match like why you chose this match for one of your one of my favourites one of your favourite slash greatest matches of all time yeah well I've actually chosen um, I can't actually remember the date of it um, but if you YouTube Kurt, uh, Kurt Angle versus Steve Austin it comes up with their first match the first match on the screen is the match from Raw Sick, sadistic, brutal, angry, driven, and 
I just loved the whole Austin Alliance um, era. I thought it was really, really good. And not to spoil the match, but obviously it might be worth having a watch of the match if you're listening to this. I just love the storytelling. I'm, I'm one of these old school suckers. I love a good storytelling. Austin comes out and he's the heel. And it's great because even though he's the heel, the crowd love him. And yes. Kurt Angle's over and he's the WWF champion. And it's just a fantastic story. You get a heel turn from William Regal. Um, which no one no thought one would happen. It's like, which is yeah. why wrestling is so good because it's un- unpredictable at that time as well. Exactly. I mean, Deborah comes out, Puppies and all. Yeah. Uh, title change. It's on a Raw show. Um, Austin's face at the end. The second stunner that he gives Kurt Angle that's absolutely brutal. The way he just stares at him and they kept calling him the bionic psycho or something. I think I can't remember. Yeah, I remember they also called him the, the bionic regnet as well. Yeah, because the bionic regnet. But they said it was he, to do with the surgery and stuff as well, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he had two braces on at this point. It's when he was wearing like the red braces as well. And the neck as well, the neck injury too. Neck injury. But yeah, for me, like I said, this one was my choice. It's just a match because the podcast we've done prior was obviously like mid-card matches that was a little bit unforeseen like Under the Shadow and this was like I thought I'd keep it in the same the same kind of field of thought and I thought well rather than doing like some big match like everyone does a review on like the Steve Austin and like Bret Hart match and stuff at Mania I just thought no people probably haven't seen this match or don't recall seeing this match yeah. and it's just my shout out to say go on YouTube just type in Kurt Angle versus Steve Austin it comes up on Raw you know it comes up as one of the first uh, hits and it's on Raw and it's just such a good watch I mean, what did you get from it? Because obviously it's one of my favourite matches, so I'll ask you, what did you what did you enjoy from the match? Uh, the one thing I enjoyed about it was just the psychology of both the wrestlers. Like, even though Austin was still being cheered, it, he was so heelish. It was just weird just to see him do this thing where he was being told off by El Hebner and you could see his face going, oh shit, I'm so sorry. But then in, like, let's say a year before that, he would tell the referee to fuck off and do his own thing. It's just so weird to kind of see the dynamic of Austin but yeah. then he also saw the dynamic of Kurt Angle that he was so over with the crowd and that I think even though it's a bad thing to happen I think with the whole 9-11 thing it definitely I think helped Kurt Angle become more of a face because it was kind of going through that whole America America the patriotic, patriotic thing, thing yeah. and him being the American hero I think it helped I mean I know this might be a bit of a morbid question to ask a bit of a I want to play a bit of a devil's advocate but do you think he, they would have given him the title if that never happened or do you think he would have um, not have won it at that time because it wanted to kind of bring something positive in because obviously of what yeah. real life have brought in I mean I think they would have done but I think by that happening I think it kind of added more um, I think it may have been but like, we have to do this to send them home happy because he's an American hero yeah I think uh yeah, I think you're right there. Actually, I've never thought of it that way. But yeah, I think they, I think the WWF because they were the first. I think it was the first live televised sports show to be shown after the terrorist attack. Yeah, it was yeah. Um, was that episode of SmackDown? And obviously, yeah, I see if I see if the way you've you've gone down that line of thought there because obviously Kurt Angle being the American gold medalist put the strap on him and make him a face and everyone loved him yeah yeah, actually. they did they, they, they loved him like when he came out they were trying USA USA which is very much like a cut angle thing yeah definitely yeah because he was like the all American like, yeah. character yeah no I could see your thought on that yeah another thing I, I liked about it as well was just the intensity like you can tell 
Angle hates Austin. You can tell both from each other and the fact when Angle came out, he literally threw, he was like, you've once told that match, here you go, threw the title to Austin inside so brawling with him. I just thought that was really good too. Yeah, I loved Austin as a heel though. I did as well. I, I mean, I love him as a face. I mean, to be fair, he was kind of like, one of the he was like the bad guy everyone loved yeah. you know what I mean because he was sort of against the grain and against the system but when you actually see him work as a heel it's like the, it's the subtle things with Steve Austin like at his entrance when he, he climbs up the turbuckle and it's just before they go to like a commercial he's like got his hands on his face but he's actually flipping off the crowd yes and it's like if you actually look at Austin he grows his beard out a bit longer yeah to make him look really scruffy and yeah, crazy it's a scruffy and just like and you really see it at the finish of the match after the second stunner and um, Weagle chucks him in and the referee for the free count. The way Austin's just staring at him and there's like spit coming out of his face and he's looking at him like, I said I'd kill you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that kind of yeah like, like a rabid dog, like sort of like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that music, that, you know, the Alliance theme, that, oh God, see, that was my favourite Austin theme. I, I, I love that theme as well. I love the old school, I won't do what you tell me, plus the glass shatters, but I love that theme as well. It's one of my favourites. I mean, Disturbed theme's great, but yeah, for me, Austin Alliance, you know, I, I think Austin at the Alliance when you go back to like when he was like the ring general for him you know and like he got Taz in the ring and sort of stunned him and sort of and the, and the whole what thing as well what thing yeah and he was like saying is that funny uh, is that humorous yeah 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 yeah, yeah, just... yeah, yeah humorous yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that humorous what is that what? funny what is that humorous I love him so much yeah no it's just a bit of a random one for me but I, I really enjoyed um, that match it's always just stuck out for me it's like a like a not a mid card match because it's not but it's just like a under the radar kind of match because it was a raw show yeah like people usually remember like when you do these reviews people say oh do you remember at SummerSlam do you remember at Backlash do you remember at Survivor Series do you ever remember that time at Raw when this happened oh what, when Austin drove down in a beer truck no and he beat Kurt Angle for the world title no do you know what I mean it's kind of yeah. people forget you know yeah no, I mean I think it's also as well because there were so many other big moments in that year people might forget because you had the amazing Benoit and Chris Jericho winning the titles from um, Austin and Triple H and that was a great match as well two man power trip yeah and it's, it's it's funny because it's on every week it's one of those things that people don't remember like, that's why it's even though it's a pay-per-view match that's why I feel like they should have kept it for the next pay-per-view like No Mercy or something yeah yeah. but that's a cool thing about Raw as well like things unnatural things like unexpected things sorry will happen and stuff I think that's really good about it as well yeah not so, so yeah. much nowadays but um, no, not anymore no you know to have a title change hands on like a show like that it's usually only ever a pay-per-view isn't it but um yeah I know Smackdown they do it more but because of Brock Lesnar you don't really see much happen on Raw but I feel like sometimes especially on a, on a show even though it might not be well remembered like when you look back and be like as you said you know the, the night when Austin beat Kangle for the title people are like oh my god you remember that now yeah exactly that but a little bit off subject what's your like hierarchy of championships like do you see the universal title because you brought up Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. as the equivalent to the WWE championship or do you see it above I see it probably below yeah. just because it's it's a new title and the WWE title has that lineage which is which is why I, I get a bit annoyed mm-hmm. because I feel like they don't really care about it as much anymore and it feels like but that's your world title yeah. like, I'll be honest at Wrestlemania I feel like even though I love the WWE title and I think the WWE title should main event it if I don't do Becky Lynch or the Rousey as a main event then it'll be stupid honestly yeah but 
you know, that's one of the reasons why as well I had to respect Vincent Mann for the fact that at WrestleMania 18, even though the biggest match of the night was Rock Hogan, he put the title at the end of the night yeah. as the main event. So, yeah. And that's why I think nowadays it's like, I can see why in a sense it's going to be on Raw, but maybe by the end of the year with um, Fox having SmackDown, it's then going to elevate the WWE title more, which then means it's going to be hopefully the main event. Yeah. See, it really does annoy me that they see the Universal Championship as a higher title than the WWE. And it was on a... um it was a live podcast actually by Sam Roberts and um, he had Samoa Joe on and he had an audience with him and one of the guys in the audience put his hand up and he said to Joe do you feel that the WWE Championship is disrespected compared to the Universal title and he said in character the only reason why it's not seen as high is because I'm not holding it if I'm holding that title I will make it the number one and just that two sentences alone kind of said to me well it probably annoys the talent that they don't see the WWE Championship as the main title because like you said I think that goes back to what the 50s yeah 50s 50s 60s when it was the WWWF yeah so you know it's Vince Senior's title I think for any wrestling fan I mean you look back at all these old school 90s shows and like 2000s it's all about the WWE Championship or the WWF Championship yeah to me that's the real world champion to me Daniel Bryan presently is the real world champion Brock Lesnar I think the Universal title is kind of like this kind of weird void and it's kind of like because they in some ways you could say well they can't really care about because they're giving it to Brock and Brock's hardly ever there and the only reason they're giving it to Brock is he's got a big name and you know the real title is the WWE and the reason why the WWE title is less in a sense to the Universal because the Universal title is on on Raw it's always to do what title's on Raw because it's the flagship show Yeah, it'll be like if the WWE title has ended up on Raw it's going to become bigger as well but I feel like with with Fox now going to have Smackdown I think it's going to elevate the title hopefully and then make it more popular and more bigger yeah. but also as well they're going to put all the big stars on the Smackdown which is then going to be the big show which then hopefully then being the big show and the A show sort of thing will then make everything about it more important do you reckon Vince will let that happen I'm hoping he will but have to wait and see I mean with um, him doing the XFL he's going to be more away with XFL and stuff and maybe then Chips even though he's got Paul Levesque even though he's got NXT I think he then might end up um, taking over WWE and make it bigger and better which is what he he should do honestly because I feel like Triple H is going to be very good for the business I know 15 odd years ago maybe 10 years ago pushing at the most he was seen to be someone who would bury everyone now he's like no I want everyone to be bigger and better in the, in the business of wrestling like yeah. and the people that I, I I believe that if he could even though he might hate Punk I think he would want to bring him back honestly because he feels same events for the betterment of the business he will bring back people that he might not like because it'll be best for business you know I, I hate using <laughs> that term but you know what I mean though because yeah. it just shows just how and also as well how much respected he is as well like even though he's supposed to be whatever he is on the proper shows or you know Raw and Smackdown yeah. but when you see him on NXT NXT UK fan favourite everyone loves him everyone's cheering thank you yeah. and it's just like yeah. you know and whenever and you like listen to podcasts and they're talking about you know they're interviewing wrestlers that are on NXT they always say how amazing Triple H is backstage with development helping people getting yeah. involved with the entrances and you know directing and stuff he's going to be I'll tell you what like you just said when when he, when he Vince actually sails ship and goes to the XFL and puts all these sort of focus on and lets Triple H run it 
I think we're going to see a massive turn. I mean, it come out on the, not the dirt sheets, but they're saying that they're trying to make the um, the shows a bit more um, edgier. Yeah. Um, I think they come through this week. See, that'd be quite interesting. Like we spoke about earlier, we've seen like the introduction of pile drivers again. Stuff is starting to change. And I mean, as well, I know Fox said they want SmackDown to be more of a sports sort of yeah. realistic sort of feel to it, which with Triple H will be fine with NXT. Mm. And I think as well, because even though NXT, in a sense, is the developmental side to WWE, he even even he was saying, I remember seeing an interview of him on Inside the Ropes and another, another podcast and him talking about it, and he was kind of saying, no, NXT is a different brand and he wants to do it more with like NXT UK NXT Normal Smackdown Roy wants them to kind of go through all the different brands and if people as we said before if people say to him but you're going down if you go down to NXT and he's like no yeah. you're going to decide you're going from like 1 to A or to like mm. I'm trying yeah. to think of another one to use yeah, rather than 1 you're stepping across ladders but you're not moving up or down like yeah yeah like I, I don't see NXT as a developmental as a fan like as like the world's you know, a lot of like probably outside perspective think NXT means you're going down. To me, it doesn't. I actually, as a wrestling fan that loves my indie stuff, my Rev Pro, my Ring of Honor, my New Japan, it's not an indie, but you know what I mean, my other shows. Yep. NXT is the closest thing to like what I would go out and pay money to go and sit and watch Rev Pro. I can watch NXT and think I'll get that same kind of like, it's the same kind of show yeah um the matches in it are great you know there's less storytelling less filler less bullshit it's more about what talent do yeah and also as well it shows just how in a sense undevelopmental that nxt is the fact that during the halftime show of the super bowl they were like oh that's the first time in 20 years but like let's put nxt on it yeah it they, they could have done yeah rollins even though he was injured at the time against someone else yeah but they had nxt yeah it just shows how yeah. bigger nxt is becoming that and also as well that all the takeovers as well always in big arenas always sell out yeah just shows just how bigger and better it's becoming so yeah, yeah. I mean like you just said half time hey would you rather see <laughs> what we saw or would you rather pay you know would people watch Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin for the eighth time you think nah no, I'd rather have the six man yeah that's another thing as well which I'm hoping with uh, Smackdown on Fox is going to be more fresh because mm. I, I feel uh, other two shows I prefer Smackdown way more to Raw I, I know I'm biased because I love Blue It's I'm always biased towards Blue but I always find Smackdown better anyway mm. one it's shorter which Triple H wants to do hopefully is make it obviously with money you can't but it seems a lot more fresher there always yeah. seems to be a lot more fresher matches it doesn't yeah. seem to always be I know sometimes I have a, I have a combination of certain people it, it doesn't seem as sort of like recycled recycled or mundane as much as Raw is sometimes yeah I find Raw even to look at on TV like the red I'd stand like the presentation of it I don't it, I look at Smackdown like you said it looks clean fresh and fast new and young yeah. I watch Raw and I think oh, I see Seth Rollins come out as much as I love Seth I just think oh, who, who we got coming out next Ziggler Baron Corbin Braun Strowman and if we're really lucky we might get a little bit of Finn Balor you know what I mean but you watch Smackdown you've got Rey Mysterio Cian Almas you got you know what I mean it's just so much yeah. faster not anymore now Andrade <laughs> yeah. yeah they're shortening his name to Andrade yeah they, they shorten everyone's name best finisher in the biz at the moment Hammerlock DDT but yeah I prefer Smackdown I prefer Smackdown NXT Raw to be fair out of all the 
if you look at them three shows, Raw is actually my least favourite. And I think the Universal Championship on there as well just pisses me off. To yeah. me, that's not even a real title. I just... Oh, nah, put it all on SmackDown. Going back to the match, um, moments at all in the match besides what we mentioned before? So does that set up for you or that you think people who might not even like wrestling might enjoy about the match as well? Yeah, I think if you was to uh, look at the, the uh, William Regal heel turn, yeah. I think that was pretty cool. That was if really you were cool. a wrestling fan, you'd think, you nasty man. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, you're supposed to be a good guy. Why are you turning the yeah. with you bastard? You come out to sort out the you that Steve Austin's woman. You know, um, yes, that yeah. was crazy. That with the ear, I was like, I couldn't remember that at all. And I saw it, I was like, oh my god, they wouldn't. I know Tenneke is signed to bring more into into gender, but yeah, that's mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that second stunner. Such a beautiful move. Yeah. As well as as well as Austin being a proper heel, like as we said in, in the other matches that we've seen, just how the psychology of Austin working on a body part as well worked really well too. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Again, that's that old school um old school blood in him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, he's been trained the old way, the good way. Definitely, man. And also as well, Thoughts in the reversal was really good as well. And he had the amazing reversal that Kurt Angle did to Austin and he gave him the overhead bay to belly. Yeah. And it's like seeing Austin take that move, it was like, yeah. and that must hurt his neck. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. I thought, how often do you see Austin take like a high risk bump like that? Yeah, um, I remember he took. I remember there was a match that I love. I need to show you one day I haven't seen for years. It's an episode of SmackDown between Benoit against Austin, and I think Austin took in that match probably maybe fifteen to twenty um, German suplexes. Oh my god! Because I remember they were talking about. It. I remember Steve saying to Benoit. I remember him mentioning about it on one of his podcasts because hmm. he doesn't really care. It's like when people ask him about Benoit. He's gonna, he's going to be honest. Yeah, but that's the only person who I'm a bit. I said to you before 50-50 about doing an episode on him or whatever with him one day but he was saying to like do whatever you need to like I'm I'm here to put you over as much as myself and then like he took 15 German suplexes landing continuously on his neck and it's like yeah. the man's crazy yeah see that was a little bit like really I think Benoit shouldn't have done that like you know what I mean like you got to still yeah. protect like your brother in the ring didn't you but um, but I guess because of how good he was Steve yeah. Austin trusted him to be like I'm not going to give you these moves and I'm going to do it safely and then yeah. that's why I've asked him with Angle like even though the moves look like they would hurt they look so A. Austin has had to bump properly and B. Angle is going to do it in such a way that he won't hurt uh, Austin at all so yeah. you know working snug but keeping safe I mean that's the best way wrestling should be yeah but, um, that's why that's why I love people like Joe like he's snug yeah. but he's so safe yeah 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 well 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 Tyson kid yeah but <laughs> That, that was a pure utter accident so it's kind of like yeah yeah but that's the thing though like any move like even though you do it safe all the time it can happen yeah it was um, it was good that Samoa Joe wasn't buried for that as well yeah um, I think Tyson Kidd must have said that you know it kind of happens but you know I don't know what the medical situation is with Tyson Kidd is he actually allowed to compete I mean uh, he isn't but... he isn't but I know he does um, I think he's only allowed to like maybe shake a couple of people with some few bumps and stuff he doesn't do anything proper anymore nah it's a shame he was good yeah he was very good he was very underrated as he well he was Tyson very underrated because he was working with Cesaro at the time as a tag team wasn't he so. yeah he was yeah uh, another really good thing I love is the old school 10 punches in the corner and it was the crowd going one two that's it you, you, you don't see that anymore which is sad I remember seeing it I was like oh my god I remember that as a kid yeah yeah I used to like the old 10 count the old 10 punches to the face and the last one was really slow you have to yeah. pick up yeah yep who done the who done the ten pants on the uh, Kurt Angle match? Was there one in there? Yeah, Angle did it to Austin. Yeah, see, typical face thing. Yeah, the oh yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just can't really think of anything else. Like, would you give it an out of five? Personally, I love that match. For me, it's always going to be a four point five. You know, it, it, it was a pay per view match. I think, which they put on on 
throwaway TV. They could have had that. If you put that on at SummerSlam or something, you'd remember it more. Yeah, the, the SummerSlam match was awesome. Yeah. But I'm saying, if you used to put that particular match they had on Raw and you put it on a random pay-per-view, you'd have remembered it more because I think the quality of the match was pay-per-view quality on throwaway free TV. I just think yeah. they could have put that. And plus, obviously, as a title change. Um, I don't know if that... I don't know what the next pay-per-view is they were setting up unless they were setting up for that SummerSlam match. Uh, no, that was um, No Mercy. The oh, next no one was. That was right after Unforgiven because in the Unforgiven match, Austin uh, on the commentary was saying that he had his hand underneath the rope. Mm. So technically it shouldn't have counted. Ah, right. Yeah, 4.5 for me. I would give it a 4.25. Uh, same with you, I love the match. But one of the things I loved about the match as well a lot is just to see Austin being very technical. Yeah. Like, you, you, don't, you don't see much of his technical stuff as no. much because he's more the broader, but yeah. I, I like that. And I also liked how over um, Angle was and how at the time, even watching it now, the ending is still quite shocking because yeah. it was all, all one of those sort of situations. So even though the looking back, the whole alliance against WF wasn't the best, but it was quite cool to see who's who who's going to turn, who's going to move. Same about back in the Monday Night Wars, you never know who's going to be on each other's shows and I, and I like that as well. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree with that. And uh, yeah, no. Um, Steve Austin was great whatever he did. Anything he done was touched. You know, we live in a very good time that we actually saw Austin and Rock Triple H, that attitude era. We are lucky to be involved with that Monday Night Raw. So yeah. I don't think kids like that look back at it now would ever know exactly how it felt to watch Raw and then you would watch Monday Night Nitro and obviously we didn't have the whole flicking it between the TV. I used to watch Raw on Sky Sports and used to record it and then um, WCW Nitro in the UK used to be on Cartoon Network and it used to change into like TNT. Yeah, I had that yeah. all the time, yep. So you used to watch it and I remember the first time I ever come across um, WCW and it was actually when Scott Hall jumped over to WCW. Oh, really? Yeah, the first ever episode I saw Scott Hall walk in the ring. You know who I am but you don't know why I'm here. And I remember thinking, what the hell is WCW? But look at the size of the arena and it was yeah. hooked but uh yeah, I feel, you know, when you look back at them days, to live it was a different, oh, yeah, was a for different sure. thing. Oh, and God. also one thing I love about that is, like, the fact they had that match on an episode of Raw just shows just mm. how big and popular it was. But also, yeah. as all, well, everyone was over. Yeah. Like, everyone, doesn't matter what you are, mid-carder, low-carder, upper-mid-carder, main event. O-carder. Everyone, yeah, O-carder. <laughs> everyone, everyone was over, you know, yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, day with the days. Oh, yeah. But so you never true, know, man. So true. We could see us all again. Hopefully, yeah. AEW, which would be cool. Oh, God. I mean, the buzz around AEW at the moment. Um, I know we're going completely off subject, but you always, always do this. That's fine. I'm used to going on tangents, mate. It doesn't bother me at all. That's that's why I love doing stuff with other people. It means we've got that tangent. Yes. But you need that chemistry. Yeah, for sure. But AEW, I mean, talk of the town at the moment. I watched a video of Phoenix and Pentagon, and Dave Meltzer was quickly uh, put on Twitter that they're still under contract to Lucha Underground, so there's not a permanent contract i.e. there isn't any real contracts at the moment but apparently they wouldn't be able to wrestle for them full time so I think it's going to be a one off at double or nothing be interesting to see obviously because all in there was the Pentagon versus Kenny Omega and what a match that was that was a great match you know the crazy really guy match. from uh, TNA I think Kenny Omega called him yeah uh, yeah because he's now in MLW as well Pentagon and um, what's his partner's name Phoenix Phoenix that's it that's Phoenix brother well. Lucha Bros yeah yeah. and then it's like but then I'm I'm sure they're probably going to be able to get out of the contract I mean how long has it been since they've done any episodes or any filming of Lucha Underground two years <sighs> two years something like that I mean to be fair 
I never really watched it. I, I, I haven't, I've seen clips of it and I've heard about it, but it looks, sounded quite fun and quite weird. But I want to watch more of it to kind of... We should do that one day for the podcast. Maybe watch yeah. a couple of episodes and see what we think about it yeah. and stuff. Both of us don't know much about it. So yeah, not at all. A, but I feel like because, you know, with the whole... I understand now it's a bit of a silly analogy to use because... Fox are now owned by Disney but at the time like, as I said before to you earlier we, we were chatting about it it's one of those yeah. things that it's one of those things that if they don't do something after a while a bit like um, when 20th Century Fox made the Fantastic Four film because if they don't make a film in a certain amount of time they lose a licence is it going to be the same thing with those wrestlers like if Lucha Underground don't make a single piece of product like maybe if they don't film anything or they don't do like an episode or they don't do like maybe like a few minute promo package yeah. or like a two minute thing on YouTube would they then lose the contracts potentially I mean if it's to do with Fox like you just said potentially um, yeah I mean I've not heard a lot from Lucha Underground for a while neither have I not a, not a long time and I mean the, the good thing about this AEW if that's the fact and that kind of ship is sinking you've got a lot of good talent there free agents Oh, yeah. loads of people. NXT. I mean, people still got to remember that NXT is obviously still a good brand to get onto when it's WWE. I think the AEW is just a really good alternate. And I think Bucks and Cody have already stated they're not going to be, they're not setting up to be competition. They're setting up to be an alternate. Which is, which is what they should do, to be to honest, honestly, because I feel like as long as they're alternative, that's what's going to work. That's why I think TNA didn't work after all because it became WWE light. It's like, but people watching TNA when I I used to love I used to love TNA and when I heard it gonna be two hours I was like yeah two, two hours yeah. and now I'm like never watch anymore because it became WWE line it's like but people watch your product because it's for you not because you're like someone else yeah yeah I understand it's like imitation is the sincerest form of flattery but sometimes you have to be your own thing definitely like that's one of the reasons why I did no wrestling like, even though in a sense I kind of I didn't copy but I kind of took inspiration of the idea from how to wrestling but then I made it my own like by showing other people and stuff and you know but at the same time it's kind of like what, what wrestlers should do in general with like that's why WCW didn't work after all because it then became like another WWF it should be its own thing which is why because yeah. if you become someone else it's like well what's the point of me watching this I could just watch the original people and just watch that exactly exactly I mean I used to like TNA I first got introduced to TNA when it was um, the wrestling channel on Sky mm-hmm. and it used to be ran by the NWA and it was NWA TNA and I remember seeing for the first time AJ Styles Samoa Joe um, Christopher Daniels uh, you had Kid Cash obviously he was ECW but yeah Kid Cash and I remember just seeing like all these new talents and it was just so different to what it they didn't try and make it WWE light yeah uh, Ron Kiddins I'm trying to think what his name yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Ron yeah yeah it was Ron Kiddins in um, TNA I remember watching him for the first time and stuff they weren't trying to copy the WWE they was doing their own thing I actually really liked it yeah um, I did as well I loved it even though Christian came to do TNA hmm. but he was done so differently to what his WWE character was it was kind of like you were just seeing him as a new character yeah and it was kind of nice because they used to have the uh, NWA title yeah that was that, was a, that was a lovely title oh it still is I mean um, Cody won it and then dropped it didn't he recently to Nick uh, what's his surname Aldous yeah Magnus basically yeah um, but it worked because it made Orwin more more bigger and stuff yeah what a match that was that was a great match I, mean, I thought I think that match should have been the main event honestly looking back yeah you had the big pop at the end it's yeah. like he won the title that his have you heard something 
Perez apparently might be happening at the all or nothing. Cody Rose might be wrestling either with or against um, Goldust or Dustin Reynolds or Dustin Rhodes, apparently. What, is Goldie out of his contract now with WWE then? Or? Apparently so. That's why I have a rumour going around about it, but that I'm not sure how true it is or not, but that should be good, though. That should be really good. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Goldie, I mean, he's a legend, isn't he? Oh, he is. Absolute legend. Oh, God, he's an absolute legend. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember when uh, Cody won the Ring of Honor Championship, and I don't think Goldust was meant to do it, his brother, but he actually put out congratulations to Cody Rhodes, Cody, whatever, you know. Yeah. I, don't think, I think he got quite a lot of back heat for that through uh, his office, but at the end of the day, I mean, that's his brother, and he wants him to be successful. Goldust has made millions working for Vince absolutely millions and now he can do what he wants to do I'm um, going back to the match um, any final thoughts before we uh, sign off uh, give it a watch it was my choice to view it uh, I recommend it final thoughts I love it go and watch it that's my fault yeah I, I second what Rich said besides um, I didn't decide the match but yeah it's a great match you guys should watch it and to watch the reason why these two are known for being two of the best of the business mm. and then Rich so that's another episode of A Wrestling anything you want to plug at all to the peeps yeah just my normal uh, wrestling social media um, my only wrestling social media is my Twitter and you can find my handle at RichardFilmer1 cool. and don't forget guys to leave us a five star review on iTunes to subscribe to us on all the different um, iTunes and like podcasting networks like iTunes um, SoundCloud Podbean Stitcher tell your stuff. friends tell your sister tell your uncle yeah tell your peeps tell your peeps tell your peeps good old Christian I, I, I love that your peeps <laughs> I actually say that like right my peeps right my peeps I might actually use that like after a staff meeting so like, <laughs> just at the end like thanks for enjoying the meeting peeps and yeah. then have that like, Christian is like yeah, yeah, doing yeah. that you know just remember yeah as they're walking in do the whole like I'm looking for you but yeah. like, where's my peeps at yeah where's my peeps at yeah 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 and don't forget as well guys to like us and follow us on Twitter Instagram and um, Facebook and also guys don't forget to follow both of us as well on the uh, amazing app called Grapple where it's one of those things that we're going to use it in the future to kind of do averages on different matches it's like a really cool app that you can get for different like Samsung's and what's the Samsung's Google you've store? got Google Google Play and then you've got iOS which is yeah. your Apple store but yeah it's free on both Mark's showing me it today um, and we're going to do um, I think next time we're going to use it now because I just downloaded it actually before we've done the podcast uh, we'll run it for a month and see how it goes and then on the yeah. next review we'll, we'll give you guys our review on it um, so we'll have a play with the app but um, yeah well done Mark for finding that it's called Grapple not spelt with an E isn't it yeah yeah. yeah I, I found it on a, a podcast <laughs> I love called Post Wrestling that has John Pollock and Wei Ting doing I remember mentioning it. I was like I'm going to give it a go end up giving it a go and I really like it so even though it's simple I, quite, I, I like the fact it's simple because it's like you can search wrestling you want to watch or you can look at like because they have it like the, that week's like Raw and Smackdown and NXT matches you can then vote them as well and you can literally vote whatever oh, match you want to so as it's well. all up to date matches as well you just yeah. oh okay so they always it's always updated so when you're watching a pay-per-view you can then go on the app and be like alright what matches and then literally at the top you'll be like oh Royal Rumble match just what you give this match and then you can have like an average review about it as well mm. which is really really cool yeah 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 see so, yeah guys that was No Wrestling we've been your host as always Mark Spester with Richie the Blue Eyed Assassin thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening guys um, this has been No Wrestling guys take care and always remember Kame Sangida I will get it right <laughs> one day peace <laughs> peace